Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hello, welcome to episode 113, how overworking will actually create less success. In this episode, Tony and I give you lots of examples on how to figure out if you are receiving success in your life and your business. And we talk about real examples of how actually leaving time for more self-care will create more success and results in your life. I also want to tell you about something exciting. I am officially opening the doors back up to my mediumship membership mediumship mastery circle we have so many amazing mediums already in this group that love and support each other and i'm excited to welcome in new mediums so if you are a medium whether you're brand new to mediumship um, and you've taken a couple classes or you've been doing it for over 20 years we are excited to welcome in new people to the group to add to the beautiful energy in there if you want more info go to lindsaymarino.com we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about how overworking creates less success. And we created that title because in reality, a lot of people get drawn to the negative piece to what can happen. So instead of saying working less creates more success, this is something that hopefully will be eye-opening and get people to listen. Yes, and everybody wants success too, right? And it means something different to everybody. What we're talking about here is overall success. So peace in your emotional health and your relationships and your career. That's the, that's the success we're talking about in this episode. Yeah, that's what I was thinking actually at the beginning. Thinking before we even start talking, what is your definition of success? Because yes. my definition of success might be different than Tony's or yours. I think both of us have the same thoughts on success, but... It's yeah. not only wealth in your happiness, it's wealth in your health and it's wealth in your bank account and it's wealth in your relationships and having that abundance of love and, and happiness there. And I think that's important. So we were just thinking of examples of times that it was very unnatural when we felt like we were trying to force things and how it didn't work very well for us. So something just happened a couple of weeks ago. Tony lost his keys. Which I think you lost the keys, but anyways. Oh my god, you lost the keys and now they're missing again So we have to let go of the keys <laughs> So the keys were lost and Tony's like we need to find the keys right now. I'm like no, we're not doing this <laughs> I am NOT running around the house trying to search for the keys because we had another set I'm like we'll figure this out later, you know, they'll turn up so at first we were pulling cushions off the couch we were <laughs> going into different rooms we were going in the car, checking in the cup holder and doing all these things, putting in all of this overwork and energy and frustration to search for the keys. And then we let go of it. And I want to say it was the next day or a couple days later. A couple days later. And the cleaning people came to our house and, and we weren't around when they were cleaning. And when we got back, the keys were on the table. So I have no clue where they found them. But this is a perfect example of letting go 
and allowing things to unfold, giving some space in between. Because if you feel like you're forcing things in your life and you're overworking and it doesn't feel fun, take a step back and reevaluate. And I think that's a good example. It's a great example. So think about that. Have you ever lost your keys? Have you ever lost your wallet? Do you know what that feels like? That struggle, that strife. I, I want this now. I need this now. For some reason, it feels like guys lose keys and wallets more so than... Could be. Let's start the debate in the comments. <laughs> but the thing is, it, it's like it's kind of like how when you're a kid and you have those the triangle, the square, the rectangle. And then you take the triangle, you're trying to put it in the square. And you see one kid just using all of their energy trying to jam that triangle in the square. Right? That's what a lot of us look like when we're trying to do all the things that we think are going to create success in our business and our life. We're focusing on, and that's another thing I'm thinking about too, is what, how do you define your work? Because no matter what industry you're in, a lot of us, we look at our work. So say you're a teacher. You look at your work like, oh, it's when I'm there from eight to four. But in all reality, is that the only time you're working? Mm -hmm. So first of all, you have to, so people ask Lindsay and I all the time, how many hours a week do you work? And I often go to the next question where I ask them, well, the question is, what do we consider work and what do we consider not work? And I think that's a huge part in this because a lot of the activities that we would not consider as work, the average person will put those activities off because it doesn't directly they can't see how it directly relates to making money. Right. So let me put this so you make so so this is very clear to you. So for example, one of the things that I do, I go on long bike rides, and these are the times to where um, my visions are coming to me, deep reflections, all of these insights. To me, that's my work. But there's a negative connotation with work to where you would think, oh wait, work. You're not. You're having fun doing that. How is that work? that's part of my work so the whole point of me saying all this is the title of this is what is it over overworking, overworking creates, less success. creates less success and that's the reason it's one of the reasons why we put that as a title because overworking meaning say somebody who has a business they're focusing on all the business activities they have to do on a weekly basis and they're just they think if they do those more that's gonna create the money and it might create the money but once again going back to what we call success success is emotional health and relationship health so overworking in that way might create the money but then now you're taken away from your relationships and other things like that so our goal one of my goals in this episode is to help you look at work a little differently to where maybe take a couple steps back from doing those activities that directly relate right. to income and start to look at your work like wait maybe if i just go for a long one hour walk that's work too and start to balance out what you consider work in your and, life okay this is a perfect example too because we're working with other psychic mediums right now amazing heart-centered driven beautiful soul psychic mediums that are in our business mastermind so we have an intense 90 days with you know staying closely connected with them and kind of getting in their world and it's so relatable because i've been down this path with going through this process and one of the big things that i believe with mediumship is that balance of self-care so when tony mentioned the bike rides and going in 
and taking the time to do those things as being part of the work, I truly value it. And it's funny because, you know, being the, the third grade teacher that I was, I was so used to waking up in the morning. I think I woke up at like 6, 6.30, got home. By the time I got home, it could have been 4 or so, 4.30. And you think that you have to work in, in that time frame, even after you leave teaching or your full-time job to do something with entrepreneurship. And what you realize is you could make your own schedule and in actuality, you get more done with less time of um, hard work. So I wanna give an example of that. I added walking into my morning routine because Tony said, you know, maybe that will be helpful if you wake up in the morning before you talk with your clients and I was resisting against it. And I've probably shared that a lot on this podcast. Once I included that in and we do our little bike rides, that's where our creative thoughts come in and that's where I connect in with my guides and connect in with that part of myself and my soul and allow things to come up because I have to be good for my clients and my students. So when creating courses, you need that breathing time in order to get the creative ideas. And it does go hand in hand, so that's important. But then there's another side to this too. You might have a time in your life and in your work where you do have a few days of work where you're really staying focused and you're creating products or you're making videos and that's a focus. But then once you create, you let go and allow the systems to unfold so it's more natural and it's not like boom, 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 I need to be here eight hours a day because it actually isn't like that. Wouldn't you say that we have a mix of people where some people think, oh my gosh, you guys work so much and then there's another mix of people that say, do you even work? So they don't it's even a, know what's happening behind no, this. Scene. Nobody's in the middle to where they're like, oh, you guys are doing good. The only... Like no, with that kind of thing, with I work balance the, life. The only people that probably would understand are our students. No, no, that's what all of our students do because they're living... Once you start to live this kind of life to where you are an entrepreneur and you're doing this, you get it. Like we right. don't have to explain it. So yeah, I feel like... Most of our students are entrepreneurs already, at least part-time. But it's funny because a lot of people, this is something to listen to, because if you're new with this journey, a lot of people are like, it seems like you're working a lot. You post a lot online. And it's kind of comical to me in a way, because if you think about your job that you came from, most people aren't just born entrepreneurs and they go into their own business right away. Usually they've had some sort of job. If you think about it, the average amount of time that you do work probably six to eight hours a day, maybe even more. But do you really work all six of those, or six to eight hours? Right, but you're restricted <laughs> to it. But if I make a post here or there throughout the day, that takes me, what, 10 minutes to create? And also, um, batching. That's another thing you could do. You can batch your information um, and set it up. So sometimes we'll do podcasts, and there will be a couple of podcast episodes that we do a day, and then we spread it out. Do you know what I'm saying? So. This is something to think about um, when you can work less and have success, but if you're constantly filling your schedule with overwhelming sense of, am I doing enough? And you don't have any systems, mm -hmm. then you're gonna notice different results. Exactly. It's gonna feel like you're walking through glue. It's gonna be harder to get to where you want to be. Right, and it's self-sabotage. We all do it to ourselves in different ways. And when people, so going back to what you were saying with people saying, do you work a lot or do you not work? 
Well, I always tell them, well, look, we create the podcast one time. Just because you keep seeing it on the internet doesn't mean we're always like doing the podcast. It's a video. (laughs) So it could play 24 hours a day. And that's the cool thing about this, like Lindsay was saying, is you can leverage systems to where really the point of our whole podcast and everything we talk about is you're making up the rules. You're creating your own life. It's your job to uh, use, you know, to apply all this information, create your business, reflect on how your business is operating, thinking about does this fit my lifestyle? Is this um, is this taking over my values? Um, if I do this project, it might make me a lot of money, but then I can't see my kids as much, or I can't do this as much. So it's like it's finding that unique balance for you which I can't tell you what it is. Lindsay can't. We could give you an idea. We can help talk with you. Like the people in our mastermind, we're helping them get clear. We could do that. But you're the only one that really knows at the end of the day, is this sufficient to my lifestyle? Right. And another thing I wanted to add too is don't don't think that, oh, if I work more, that's how I make more money because there's people working 20 hours a week making as little or as much money as you can imagine. And there's people working 100 hours a week doing the same thing. It's already happening right now. You get to decide what person, how you want to show up. Right. And I think that's important. And if if you're doing the work that, you know, you're spending time with people, humans, you need to be recharged for them. So when Tony does his intuitive coaching call, every single time before he meets with a client online, he'll go for a bike ride or he'll do some sort of, it could be like a 20 minute bike ride or a walk before he gets on the call. It's like a recharge or reboost so that when he goes to the call, then he's available and he could show up with his full energy. For me, I do something like some sort, I'll read a page in my book before I start with my client. I'll go for a walk or I'll sit in on my patio, our patio and just sit in nature. But there needs to be something where it kind of slows you down because slowing down will speed you up in a good way. But I think this is important to say that if you are someone that is brand new to business or you're in business and you know that your energy is depleted and you feel like something's not right and fulfilling, reevaluate what you're doing during the day and make sure that there's some sort of time for yourself before you get in front of your clients. So I might work four hours during three days, two days a week, I'll work four hours each day with clients. And then other than that, I will be doing some of my own stuff. Like it could be writing blogs. It could be making videos, like creation. Cause that's what I like. That's success for me that I can impact more people if I do it that way. Other people might like to do it differently. So it's just, it's what you, you got to get clear on that. I think it, for me, it took a little bit to try to figure this out, and I still feel like I'll be evolving till the day that I die. I well, think if because we're not, you're always changing, yeah, everyone's always changing. So it's just something to think about and what you want out of your life. Um, so I like freedom and I like to help people. So, yeah. but I also love my inner peace. And in order for me to help other people, I have to feel that feeling. So there's moments where I kind of catch myself. You've, you've seen it happen where I'm like, oh my God, I need time for me. Like I can't take on anything else. And if I get to that point, that means I didn't do something. I didn't put something in place before this happened. Like you should not be having one of those moments 
regularly. You should try to figure that out beforehand. Yeah, and what I've also noticed with you is you've pivoted along the way. Like you're just because you set up something five years ago, you're not stuck. Oh, it has to be this right. way now. Like you, like you've done it a lot. Of, you've changed your. You didn't change like the whole foundation of your business, but you changed different ways that it worked over the years because you're like, you know what? I'm drained with this way that it's working now. Now let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. You know, now let's add this in. Or, you know, you've pivoted along the way. And that's the point here too with all of you listening. Understand that just because you create a system now that's working for you, don't think that that's going to work for you next year because Next year, all of you that are watching this, you're going to be something different next year. You're going to continue to grow over this next year. So um, honor that and continually reflect on what's working for you and what's not. So now let's, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I was just thinking of something. We're talking about success and the definition of it. And we're sharing our viewpoint, but we want to hear yours too. Yeah. But I just watched the other day, Brene Brown. She Mm -hmm. shared something, um, a talk about being in the arena. I don't know if you've seen that yet. No. Um, I just shared it in our group, but it's all about, you know, you have people on the sidelines that are saying different things, but what matters is the person that's in the arena, the one that's taking all the hits, the ones that, the one that's dealing with everything, being vulnerable and showing up. Think about you trying to tell somebody in an arena that you're not in. Take sports, for example. So you don't play sports and you're trying to tell Tom Brady or a football player yeah, you should be doing it this way, this way. You don't know what they're going through. You never experienced. If you're not, if you're not an entrepreneur and and you're not a business owner, you don't know what it's like to be a business owner. So like you can't. It, so it's and I think it's a it great goes point. hand in hand too with like who are you asking advice from? That's a so huge point. If someone comes to me and says, "What do you think about this?" or "I'm having this issue," there are times where I've offered advice, but what I've recognized is. I'm going to give my energy to my students. I think that's a big deal too. Yeah. So now let's think about think about you. Think about you. So how can you get clear on what has worked to you and what has not worked? Meaning, what is the bottom line? What's going to create the lifestyle, the abundance, and everything that you need in your life that aligns with your values? What's going to do that for you? This is the part where we're at right now. So, for example, with me, like I require a lot of time and space and energy because I'm doing deep work. So I allow that. So I'm figuring that out. So you, I want you to right now get out a pen and paper. If you don't have one, you could pause this and go get a pen and paper and write down 10 things and finish this sentence. I know I'm being successful when or another way to look at it. These are the things that light me up when I'm doing these things. I'm in my peak state. It's lighting me up. Let me give you some examples because this is not just for your business business activities. Once again, at the beginning of this episode, I said, let's define work. What What is work? And I, that's often a thing to where in my life, it's hard to distinguish with everything I'm doing if I'm working or if I'm not working. I feel like I'm almost always working because I'm, I'm aligned with what I'm doing. And that's what happens when you start to get an alignment with who you really are and it's in your career and everything. it's going to be a fine line. So for me, a few things would be, once again, like when I'm riding my bike, all my visions are coming to me, all my reflections are coming to me, or when I'm walking. To me, I'm considering that work for me, you know, and those, that's one of the 10 things that I know I'm being successful when I'm riding my bike. 
I know I'm being successful when I'm creating, like this podcast right here. I know I'm being successful when I'm coaching people one-on-one. I know I'm being successful when I'm studying and I'm learning, I'm at libraries and coffee shops. I know I'm being successful when I'm allowing spirit to come into my life and allow the conversations to go where they need to rather than where I think they need to do. I know I'm being successful when I can travel whenever I want, spend as much time with my family, my nephews, my nieces, and have an abundance of money to do so. I know I'm being successful when money is pouring into my business, into my life to where I have not only enough for myself, but enough to give to my missions, to give to other people, to share. So think about you. I know I'm being successful when, write down 10 things. I think that's great. I think that's gonna be, gives a lot of clarity around that. And um, it will start making you rethink what you're doing right now. So it's something to think about. And the thing is, once you have those 10 things, If you do just at least three of those things each day, can you imagine in a year what that's gonna look like? That's the Mm -hmm. whole point of this little process here. So make sure you do at least three of those things every single day that you list out of those 10 things. And by the end of the year, you'll be surprised with where you're at. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes and remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.